Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team this is another astros podcast AJ, you and i are sitting out in the dugout before batting practice today and we're reminiscing about some of this cleveland indians lore that we went through some of the best teams we saw in the late 90s early 2000s uh this place was electric wasn't it oh it was one of the toughest environments to come in and play you know they used to peel down the numbers in center field on how many consecutive sellouts they had right um the 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 drummer out in left center who's still still around um, would rock this place, and the and the crowd was into it. They had speed, they had power, they had pretty good back end pitching, um, and they had a ton of a ton of ways to, to beat you and win games. This is uh, a, a fun stadium to come to because it brings back a lot of memories. But but when it's going, it's a tough place to play. I think Cleveland had maybe one of the best offenses offenses you've seen in the last twenty years. I mean, they did, they certainly had the the one of the first teams I remember to have power and speed. You know, they had Kenny Lofton lead off. At some point, they had Alomar come. They had Vizquel. Uh, they had the big bopper and Jim Tomey going into the Hall of Fame. Manny Ramirez was a star uh, that, that was born here in Cleveland as a player. And uh, they had everything. They had power. They had speed. They they could they could score in so many different ways. And, and, and you know, when I look at the teams today, you see some big boppers like the Yankees who have a ton of power. You see some small ball teams. We played the Diamondbacks this year. They had a ton of speed. Um, you know, we hope to be a combo because it's it's tough to beat teams that can score in different ways. You know, scoring in different ways. You guys were running a lot more last home stand. Right-hander delivers. Altuve takes off. Pitches low. Hundley bobbles the baseball in the transfer, and Jose Altuve gets his fourth steal in five attempts on the year. Heck yeah, keep running. The Astros, this home stand in particular, have gotten more aggressive on the base pass. Two steals for the Astros today. Bregman has one. Also, two caught stealings on the day. Astros certainly trying to get that 90 feet any way they can. Is that? cognitive uh, on your end just to try to get guys going a little bit you know yesterday with the day game we wanted to exploit what we felt like was a an opportunity with with Smarzda and Hunley that that they're, they're kind of slower slower methodical delivery out of the pitcher I mean you have to to take what the game gives you you can't just force the action yesterday in the day game I wanted to increase a little bit of energy and create our own little opportunities yeah. when it matches up well I mean if they're going to defend the running game this team Cleveland defends the running game extraordinarily well with some quick to the plate guys Gomes and Perez both throw very well you can't force it but you you have to try to take advantage of the one opportunity that you might have and that was something that you guys were working on a lot in, in spring training AJ and 
right now where it stands, you guys have thrown out five of the last six base runners. Long set by Cole. Crawford is going. The payoff pitch. Strike three call. Throw on the second base, and that is in time. It's a strike him out, throw him out, double play as Cole points at Stassi as the inning comes to an end. Comes from the catchers and the pitchers, but you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, it's, it's good. And it, those 90 feet, you know, different increments matter. I mean, it's, you know, yesterday was a good example where we have a lead. Jose Altuve steals second, Correa bloops in a single, and we, we stole a tack on run mm-hmm. to create a three-run cushion for, for Ken Giles to get a save that, um, you know, when Brandon Belt leads off the inning with a base hit, and if you have a two-run lead versus a three-run lead, it's just a ton different. So if you can, if you can create uh, some run-scoring opportunities, put pressure on the defense, and then in return take away some outs on the bases and not give free bases away, um, you'll find yourself winning a lot of these games. We look back at these two teams, Cleveland and the Houston Astros of 2018. We're going to look back at these starting pitchers. This is probably the best matchup we can have in the American League right now. I think so. And, and, and obviously both teams, I think, was one and two in, in the least amount of reliever innings, which is not an indictment right. on the bullpens, but it is um, more of a tip of the cap to the rotations. I mean, you're not going to see better matchups than, than we saw last weekend at our place and these four games. Uh, filled with guys that are at the top of the leaderboard in some category in the American League pitching race. So it's, you know, it's run scoring. You know, so we say that now when we have an explosion in run scoring. Right. But um, when the game starts, both teams are rolling out an exceptional starting pitcher to start the day. Last thing, AJ, we were talking last year about how are we going to keep Charlie Morton healthy because he was pitching so well and, and he hadn't pitched a whole lot of innings the year before that. How are you going to keep Charlie Morton healthy this year? Well, I think the schedule is helping all of our guys. Uh, a couple off days here and there, the increase in the in the off days with the new collective bargaining agreement um, has has created some. You know, this is seven days rest for a lot of these guys with the two off days that we had. Yeah. Um, you know, the last week, so I, that will help. You know, I'm keeping his pitch count down. I think he's averaging the least amount of pitches per appearance. Okay. He's in the low to mid 90s. Um, when it comes to pitch totals, that's a strategy that we're taking in place and giving him an extra day here or there is going to be important. At some point, we're going to, you know, you're going to see a Brad Peacock start or you're going to see a Colin McHugh start or maybe a kid from the minor leagues. But um, we'll try to, to monitor it. But um, I got to tell you, it's hard whenever they're rolling the way that they are and things are going well. I'm not going to abuse stress. any guy. There's not been very many stress. Yeah. Inning totals are not that important to me. It is the, it's the pitch totals. It's the stressful pitches that we're – that we're, that we're taking note of to, to keep our guys healthy. All right, AJ, it's going to be a lot of fun. Good luck. You guys, Ken Giles is called upon to try and get the final three outs. Giles, a perfect eight for eight in save chances this year. Hasn't walked anyone, and he has struck out 12. Now the hands come together, the 0-1. And Sandoval lifts this out in the center field. Tony Kent going back into his left. Makes the catch, and that is the ball game. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros reliever Ken Giles. Done an excellent job in that closing role for the Astros this year. And, uh, you know, you look at the way this season has progressed from you. The first couple of years you were with the Astros, it seemed like your velocity took a little while. You were in the mid-90s, and then it just got gradually harder and harder but it seems like from the gate you were throwing 97 98 was there anything different that you did this offseason uh not really just uh mechanical flaws here and there i uh, i just get away from myself earlier in the season trying to do too much now it's just staying within myself and giving my arm a chance to be able to unleash the velocity i'm able to do early on do you feel like that makes your slider better as well when you're able to throw get to that velocity earlier uh absolutely i mean everybody um got to respect that fastball but everybody wants to push that slider too so main main goal this year is to move the fastball around a lot more up down in out so my slider could be that more effective i've noticed you elevating that fastball a little bit more this year that 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 obviously a point of emphasis for you uh absolutely i mean just the way um 
guys are swinging at the balls nowadays. Now we got to pitchers have to do a new strategy, and that's pitch up in the zone now. Mm -hmm. There have been so many years where guys just want to paint down at the knees because hitters couldn't get to that, but now the hitters are making adjustments. Us pitchers have to make the adjustment pitching up in the zone now. Is there an, an art to that? Because, I mean, you want to throw it where obviously it's not, you know, belt high, but you don't want to throw it too high where they won't swing at it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the guys with, like me with high velocity can get away with the little belt high fastballs. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not as easy as Verlander makes it look like. <laughs> yeah, um, he took a long time to craft that, and it, it took me a while to kind of get the feeling of pitching the top part of the zone again. Do you have to set your sights differently? Like, are you setting your sights like in the catcher's mask or, or in a particular spot? Yeah, for me, it's just more uh, put my eyes in a different spot, not mm -hmm. down at the knees all the time. So, I mean, other than that, if I stay, keep my eyesight where it is, it's most likely going to go where I want it to go. Now, at the start of this year, it was really kind of closer by committee and bullpen by committee. Guys were using in a lot of different roles, but of late, you've kind of settled into that that ninth inning role. Uh, is can it be difficult sometimes not knowing when you're going to pitch like it was earlier in the year, or does it matter? Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I mean, some guys want to know when they're pitching. I think that's when um, you have to be more clear how you're going to use them throughout mm -hmm. the season, and I think that brings out the best in our pen, and it kind of gets our pen a good. Um, Breathing room to the point where, like, okay, I know when I'm going to pitch. I think it's a good a good thing to have. I mean, no, you don't need to give them a role or a name for it, but just give them what they're going to be used for. That's the main concern. With as, as well as the starters have been doing and going in deep into ball games, has it been harder to, to stay fresh and, and get as much work as you need? Uh, no, honestly, uh, a lot of the guys always joke about how they pitch too much. But um, yeah. you know what? We're... We're, we're blessed enough to have that kind of starting rotation right now. We're going to take full advantage of it because you know what? It's a long season, and us bullpen guys want to be as fresh as possible down the stretch, and uh, the start, starting rotation is making that happen for us. How much fun is it watching those guys one through five on a nightly basis? Oh, it's so much fun. I, I always feel like I can kick my feet up and just watch them all day for seven innings or even nine innings. I'm always expecting them to go nine innings every day because they're that good, and um, it's so much fun to watch them. How much do you watch the game in terms of what the starters are doing to set up hitters and how they're getting hitters out? And do you use some of that information when you get into the game? Uh, absolutely. I'm always watching from inning number one, to, especially the guys in the mid part of the, the order, the mm -hmm. guys that are hot. you gotta, you got to be uh, more cautious about those guys. So if you just follow what the starters were doing and kind of blend in what they're doing to, with your um, strengths, you're going to be very successful. Ken Giles, thanks so much for joining us. Continued success. Hey, thank you. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.